Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. It's holding guys accountable to the standard and guys holding me accountable to the standard. You know, as, as an older guy, um, I've seen a lot. I've been through different practices with different coaches. And um, now that we have this standard set, I got to keep guys accountable and they got to keep me accountable. Welcome back to Coffee and Cream in the Morning. Andrew Rogers with me. I'm Ravi Lula in for Damon Benning. And if you can't wait until Thursday to get out and see some local sports at the Pinnacle Bank Championship where we're at right now, you can go out to the Omaha Storm Chasers. They are back in town starting tonight against the Iowa Cubs. They're here from tonight all the way through Sunday. You've got free entry on the green tonight out on the berm. Bark in the park tomorrow night. As you know, big dog guy, my favorite promotion <laughs> that they do. Followed right behind my second favorite promotion, the $2 deal days on the 10th. You know, maybe I might go out uh, to Faith and Family Night for my birthday on Saturday, too. Who knows? Maybe I'll spend the birthday out at Warner Park. It's a great place to hang out with friends, family, whatever you're doing. Just a good night out in uh, in Omaha. Well, I'll add this, too, on Thursday night at Warner. Um, the prospects, the Nebraska prospects have an alum pitching. Jordan Wicks, um, he pitches for the Iowa Cubs, so he'll be out there. So not only can you get your love for your home team, how about love for somebody that came from your home state? There you go. Uh, so something pretty cool there. So um, just tossing out little bits and details. You know? Maybe there's some added interest there. Pick up a ticket. Head over to uh, an Omaha Storm Chasers game. Uh, speaking of picking up on things, or at least talking about things at a, a preliminary uh, state, but you at least from Friday on to this point, have no idea what's happening in college, college sports yeah. with the transitioning of schools and um, where the remaining schools will either go or stay or crumble or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Washington state, Oregon state, ah, who cares about them right now? Because Stanford and Cal are in the news. Yeah. Uh, they are in talks with the ACC and it's early. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're at the embryo. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's early talks to potentially have those two teams move into the ACC, which made me laugh yesterday when I first read it, because I'm like, do you know what the ACC stands for? It stands for the Atlantic Coast Conference. Stanford and Cal famously not on the Atlantic. <laughs> I believe they are on the Pacific. That's the side. opposite side of the country. Uh, and if they were to join the ACC, that is just laughable to me. I can at least get past USC, UCLA joining the Big Ten sure. because that doesn't that that's not in coordination with an ocean. Sure, but now that we are coordinating that, it, just the name. 
what's, made me laugh. What's more ridiculous, Pacific Coast teams in the Atlantic Coast Conference or 18 teams in the Big Ten? Yeah, I, I think it's still the 18 teams in the Big Ten right now. But I, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold my breath to say it's going to work out. I just need something else. Something's got to tell me like, okay, there is a positive to all this. Right now, it just kind of seems like mayhem. It seems just havoc. It's kind of like the Nebraska defense. They want they want havoc. They want they want you to be in every play. They want you to run hard. I, that's what teams and 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 this conference realignment talk is all, all about. Everybody's just kind of running away from the fire, but nobody knows where you're going yet. Well, and nobody knows where the next fire is going to be, right? Because <laughs> that's the problem is yeah, you run into another room and all of a sudden now you're locked in there for a little bit. And here comes the fire. <laughs> you well, run out. It's like, you know, they tell you when you grow up in the Midwest not to like try and run from a tornado just to take shelter because you don't know which direction it's going to turn next. You might be running right into its path. That kind of feels like the conference realignment we're at now because yeah, the PAC 12 is, is in a burning pile on the ground now, right? Like they're the, they're the cow and twister that just got tossed. Right. But where is that tornado moving next? It's either the ACC or the big 12. So yeah, maybe you find a landing spot in the ACC. If you're Stanford and Cal, obviously uh, the Arizona teams, Utah and Colorado found a landing spot in the big 12, but how long are you going to be safe there? Mm-hmm. You know, because you might just be hiding under a bridge under the overpass while the tornado's coming by, and you might be in trouble here in a little bit because I think the only two conferences that should feel safe are the Big Ten and the SEC, especially with the pressure that you know Florida State and others have started putting on the ACC in maybe challenging the grant of rights deal and things like that. Well, and that's what I find funny, too, yeah. is you have these teams wanting to leave the ACC, and I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, well, Cal and Stanford join the ACC. Okay, whatever. Like, you go ahead and join. But th- that doesn't make me want to stay. Like, right. there's still teams that are looking to see w- if there are greener pastures on the other side that will financially supplement their programs more than the ACC currently is. Well, and I'm curious what additional teams would do to the grant of rights deal because it does run through 2035, and which means – they're kind of locked in through that time. So are you not getting in new money in terms of how to pay for these new teams? What share are they getting? What kind of deal are they getting? Because I think you'd have to be really careful if you're dealing, if you're the ACC dealing with this, because I'm guessing, and again, nobody's read the grant of rights, so Mm -hmm. nobody knows what's in there Mm -hmm. exactly. And I'm not a lawyer, even if I could read it. So uh, you wonder though, if, Florida State has to take a pay cut to or Florida State and Clemson and Miami or whoever else, right, Um, has to take a pay cut to accommodate the addition of Stanford and Cal. Does that give them an opening to say, hey, you breached your grant of rights deal because now we were promised this. We're not getting this. You're in breach of contract. We didn't agree to this. We're out. I, I don't know, but it seems like you have to be really careful if you're the ACC in how to navigate this. Because you are already on kind of thin ice with some mm-hmm. of your marquee programs. It, and maybe Stanford and Cal are insurance in the ACC's mind. If Florida State, Clemson, these teams do find a way out, you still have a quote-unquote power conference. The ironic thing about all of this is Oregon State is the best football 
team right now of the four left. <laughs> right. Like I get Stanford and Cal are bigger brands. I get Stanford has this huge endowment. But if got, you're looking for competition. But if you're looking for college football, which is what's powering all of this, Oregon State's better than them right now. Yeah. They and just, they might be the one that's left out in the mm-hmm. cold the most. And and that's only because of name recognition, right? Name because recognition, like, Oregon size of the State, school. Yeah, you don't think is a, a team you want yeah. to play. That seems like a Mountain West team, right? It does. It doesn't seem, Washington it doesn't State seem like a Pac-12 team anymore. feels like a Mountain West Right. Team, yeah. Now, what I have thought about, though, is this. Because Pete Thamel, I think, was the writer that sparked my thoughts yesterday when he was talking about how if you want to build a West coast based league Mm -hmm. if you are doing something in the acc you have to grab teams from the mountain west Mm -hmm. they have to then join the acc however it's not going to be tomorrow that mountain west teams jump out because i don't think buyout for mountain west teams are reduced until 2024 25 so as i kind of look toward that logic i'm like okay how can you build how can the acc survive until then yeah and so he threw out maybe the american athletic conference or the sun belt i would even throw in conference usa if we're just looking for placeholders right now let's do that but here's what you also have to realize is your placeholder is going to be around for a little while yes so it has to be a competitive team like we're talking about with an oregon state if you grab it from an an aac or the sun belt whatever it ends up being you can't go overboard. No. That's what I want people to kind of realize here is, yes, I know you want this this conference to survive, but they can't go overboard and just grab uh, and, and pluck two teams from the Sun Belt, two teams from the AAC, and, and then maybe one Conference USA team just to be like, okay, now we can wait on Boise State. Now we can wait on Nevada. Now, well, no, now you're going to run out of room. Yeah. And if you do go too far, now you have to wonder, okay, is Florida State really playing a game? against a conference game a, a conference the USA team right like yeah. are, are we really gonna like get deep into those waters so you have to you really have to be you know stingy on who you bring in selective for sure but aside from all of that if you do find a way to bring Stanford and Cal, yes, academically, you'll set yourself up fine, but that's still like plucking an AAC team. Yeah, right? football-wise it is. But you're yeah. not getting the competition level that you're looking you for. You get better history and better ra- name recognition, but in terms of actual football, it's not an upgrade. And and I think that's what Florida State that's what they're mad about. and UNC are still thinking about. Yeah, is. Like, absolutely. look, you can go out and grab these teams fine. Great. How does it help? How does it, how does this help us? Does this make us more competitive with the SEC? No. Does it make us more competitive with the Big Ten? No. They just added the Big Ten, just added Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC. All programs that have at least some success in football and some have really high-level success in football, right? You're wanting to go get Stanford and Cal. Their most famous thing that's ever happened there is mm-hmm. the band is out on the field. Like, that's what we're doing to, to keep up with – Georgia and Alabama and LSU right. and Texas A&M. Like, that's what we're doing at Stanford and Cal. We're, our Olympic sports will be great. Nobody cares. In in what we're doing right now, no one cares. Uh, you know, that's not to say that those aren't important sports and things like that, but in what's driving all of this, no one cares about the Olympic sports. That's ma- That's been made very clear. <laughs> clear. Like, abundantly clear. They and are- don't worry, tomorrow... I. I- I actually have been compiling some yeah. some athlete stories, some athlete notes. I've got perspectives from four different athletes in four different sports that I'm going to share on this show tomorrow. I'm going to hold off on that, and I'm really going to – it's going to be a big tease. We're open tomorrow at 9 o'clock. 
that's when I'm going to get into these stories because I think you'll be amazed by how this really affects those Olympic sports athletes that are being forgotten about. Not to say that even yesterday we talked about Eli Drinkowitz and how he was all for the student athlete, but it was kind of ironic because he's still a college football coach. Yeah. So he's still benefits. At the end of the day, what are what are you actually doing? Are you having conversations with your AD and and saying, hey, bring in the soccer coach, bring in the tennis coach, let's figure out how to find a solution, or are you just going to state, you know? What they are, right? Your opinion is a fact and how it does affect people. But what are you doing to help solve that issue? We'll get into those athlete stories tomorrow because, you know, it, it'll kind of, it'll, you'll sit back and be like, hmm. Yeah. It'll put you, it'll put you in your place. NCAA. <laughs> it'll put you in your place. Uh, let's take a short break. We'll talk to Mike Schaefer. We'll continue conversations like this and get into fall camp again next.